at the 26-yard line. Henry, running lane. Henry, turning on the speed. Derrick Henry, stiff arm. Henry, another. Oh, he's done it again. Oh, Henry. Touchdown, Titans. You knew it was coming. It's coming. Mariota throws in the end zone. Man is there. Touchdown, Titans! Corey Davis, his first ever touchdown catch at Nissan Stadium. That's why you pick him. That's why you want him. And that's why Marcus Mariota is the man. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is the Transatlantic Titans podcast. It's not just a regular episode. This is like bonus content. If we had a Patreon or you paid to get our content, this would be in that category. Nobody's paying to get our content. No, no one's doing that. <laughs> They're wrong. They're wrong, too. We would never charge for our, our, our substandard content. Um, Greg is here. Um, he wasn't here earlier in the week because he couldn't speak. How are you doing, Greg? I'm good. Got my voice back. I feel like I had a few days without drinking a single beer, which did me a, a huge favour because last weekend was was that heavy. But no, it's good it's good to be back, albeit for uh, not for the main episode of all you guys. But I think I'm here for the best one. I'm, I've saved I've saved my voice for the uh, for the best pod you'll hear this week. I think it could be the best one. Um, we have got a man joining us who, well, let's just say if he hasn't vlogged it in the last week, he hasn't done it. Um, Alex, <laughs> you may know him as Mr. Titan. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, recovering slowly but surely. But um, like I said, it, it's the best best week in Titans week. It's it's a bye week, so we're good. We're recovering. The it, it it is as we as we sit here and do this. It is Sunday, and like I have just relaxed for a Sunday. We were just, <laughs> just saying before we came on. This is this is what it should be every week. Oh. Like, I mean, I, I'm not saying we should stop following our, the Tennessee Titans, but you know, there's a case for it. Like just yeah. just watching football as a <laughs> as a neutral, it's it just I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's one of those things you wake up and there, it doesn't feel like there's a weight on your shoulders. Like I said, I told you, my family <laughs> was asking me, if, you know, what's the plan for today? Because they usually I give them like a little schedule, of what's going to happen, you know. Plan A, Plan B. The Titans win. Plan A is good. Plan B, <laughs> Titans lose. Just leave me alone. Just let me be in my <laughs> in my garage. Let me soak it in. I'll talk to you guys in a couple hours. But no, uh, there's no plan or or Plan B. It's just just go with it. It's nice. Feels good. <laughs> how how broken are you now? You've got home after all the excesses of a week ago and all the all the travel, all the time zone changes. Everything like that, like at the scale of one to ten, um, just how broken are you? I'm around. A, I'm around a seven right now. Six or seven. It's mostly my sleep. Other than that, body feels a little, a little tired. But you know, I, I can cope. I have kids, so I, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't stop. You know, but sleep schedule. I, I finally got a good, good night's rest last night. Was was nice. It was one of those. Where like I passed out and I was like, man, I woke up, I felt like I said, refreshed, no game, pretty good. <laughs> so when when did you? How long was your your whole trip? About a week. 
like sort of yeah from Tuesday Tuesday to Tuesday Tuesday. nice nice yeah um was it everything you expected more than you expected obviously let's forget about the game for a moment um, but yeah, just yeah all the other good stuff um my experience with you know london itself was first of all maybe i went into it a little bit naive not thinking london was as big as i expected and then getting there i'm like holy hell like this place is ridiculously big like the fact that we got off the plane got onto the bus it was like 7 30 bus took us from 7 30 in the morning all the way to our hotel we almost took us like around to like 12 30 to get to the hotel and i was like because the traffic and everything i'm like what is this bus driver doing like i was just like i was amazed just about how much how much how many people there are crazy that that, that isn't normal five like five hours that's not normal no that should, should not take you that long no, from no. Was well, well, Heathrow, well, wasn't it? well the, the the fact that we also had to put our luggage in the bus because they didn't fit enough luggage underneath the bus and it took them a little while they looked like they were playing uh like tetris and stuff trying to put the- <laughs> i was just staring out the window just looking out like trying to like no take that one out put this one back in no take the purple one out and i was just like oh this is going to be a long day <laughs> and it was but um no london is is beautiful um I would definitely i would definitely go back in a heartbeat um Again, it's it's not something. Even I was there for so long, I couldn't cover everything I wanted to do. Still, like there's just so much, um, kind of crammed in. Thank God I didn't do the four day because I, I thought about doing the four day. Four day would have been kind of a waste for me. I think. I think skidding and out. You have to have a day to recover anyway. <laughs> I felt like I saw that with everyone that w- would come and they would always sleep off the night at the night after getting there because I did. I woke up the next day at 1230 upset with myself, hating myself because I like missed half the day. Cause I woke up. I was like, what? I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Try to go out and, and explore. Cause I was like, damn, that's, that's the first thing I do when, I, when I'm on vacation. Just kind of just let my feet take me where I want to go and just kind of just explore and just kind of take everything in. So, but it's, it's difficult though. I've, I've... Like I've thought that when I've gone to certain places, like you want to, you want to tick everything off that you're like, all the things that you've, yeah, like you've, you've thought about London. Oh, okay. I want to see Tower Bridge. I want to go and see Buckingham Palace. I want to do all of these things. And you want to tick fit as much as you can into the time you're there. And you don't have, I've had visits like that to places where I think actually I've not really just chilled out and taken it all in properly. It's just such a whirlwind. It, it's almost like I have a game plan of what's what I expect or what I, I expect to do and like kind of hop around. It's almost like the Titans. I have a game plan and then it falls apart. And then I'm like, wow, this is exactly not how I pictured. That's how I've been. You're, just you're running friend. a Tim Kelly offense trying to find. Exactly. I'm just, like, I'm just like confused and lost and scared. I'm like, wait a minute. Like Tower Bridge is here. I thought I was going to hop onto this, do this. I'm like, well, that didn't work out. It's traffic here protest over here i'm like this is this is getting this is getting out of hand so but still regardless i had an overall it was it was a good it was a good experience what were some like highlights tourist wise um, mm, highlights to be honest with you uh tower of london i'm I'm a big history buff i love history and i mean there's there's buildings 
in the UK that are older than the United States in general. And I think that's fascinating that they're still there is, is beyond me. It's still, you know, up and, and running and, and not, you know, like I said, like there's, there's houses that have been built in my, in my community that's been up for like five years and they've gone down due to weather or something <laughs> that you have mm. a church that's been here for God knows how long it's, it's amazing to see in the, the, <clears throat> just the, the way the buildings are. I think that's one of the the cool parts about London is the history and how um, how inclined everyone is and everyone knows their history on London, you know, living there and stuff like that. It's really, really cool. Then just realizing like, man, us as Americans, like we suck, man. We don't know anything about it. I've asked like a 20 year old about like the history in the US. They'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You ask a kid in like the UK about their history and they'll give you like, bam bam they're spot on so we're uh it's kind of it's nice to like kind of reflect and see like the difference in, in countries and kind of where we're at as the united <laughs> states kind of sad <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't i think you're being harsh on yourselves it, it's it's one of those things like you take you take for granted where you live and where you're from like i do yeah. like greg i'm guessing you're you're similar like you don't live we don't live that far from london we like i work in london every week I've grown up within like basically spent most of my life within 30 miles of London and you like you never do any of the touristy things because you've either done them as a kid or you've like for me more recently certain things I've done with my own kids like you certain like you mentioned going to the Tower of London I I don't think like I've been in there since I was yeah nine Same. or something it, and it, yeah and i was just thinking that, yeah that's probably worth a visit i should do that <laughs> um yeah. but on the flip side in, in the u.s it's funny because it's like in nashville in particular there's areas of nashville like let's face it broadway is probably the prime example of this where anyone who lives in and around nashville they don't, they don't go there and it's very similar yeah. in london like you i'm i work in london as well and i'm there two three days a week and I just do my commute from my office back home and, and what's in between you don't, you just don't see, you're kind of blind to. So it is, it is strange, but it's, uh, yeah, we're, I'm very guilty of that. I think the last time I went to Buckingham Palace, I was probably about 12 years old and which is quite sad to say really um, when everyone who comes over from, not just from the U S but same across Europe, you know, that's the one place that everyone wants to go and see. And, um, but it is just one of those things you're blind to it when you live that close by. I think it's I think it's human nature. I think it's human nature. It happens like that, you know. Yeah, and I, I think like when I've been when I've been to the states, I, like I come away feeling like exactly like you describe. Um, like yeah, I've barely scratched the surface here. Like, mm-hmm. So in, unless unless you spend a long time somewhere, you can't like you you do you want to do <laughs> what you want to do. Um, so so what what we're saying is you've got to have another visit. And do it. For oh, definitely, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to go anywhere in London now. I'm just watching Alex's blogs to. To I don't need to. I don't need to go and see these places. You've done all the work for me. I appreciate it. Yeah, you understand. There, there was a couple, and I was really uh on the fence on on doing a vlog because again, I'm like, I like to be obviously, even though like you know, I, I film everything and I, I do YouTube and stuff. I like to be in the moment, present with certain things. You know, there's certain things that I've remember going to a Titans game you know for example and filming and taking pictures so many times uh, like of the game that I was like you know a couple weeks back I'm like I don't even remember the game I'm like I was so into the into the 
you know, filming and recording that I don't even have a memory of the game because I was yeah, yeah. So I was kind of on the fence on like, should I film every day? So I did one day and I was like, oh, let me see how it works. And like, ah, I'm like, it's it's, like, it's it's a pain because you know, not only that, like you have to film everything, you have to explain everything. But then people, I got a lot of good feedback. A lot of people were like, oh, thank you. You know, you know, we couldn't make it, but you know, watching it, it feels like we're there. And I was like, you know what? I, you know, that, that means, that means a lot. That That's kind of cool. So and I kind of ran with it. There's sometimes where obviously I need to work on my blog skills and explaining a little bit more. Sometimes it's just me filming. I'm not talking. I'm like, oh, shit, I have to talk. So, here, <laughs> so that, that's the only thing. People would be like, what are we watching? But yeah, I had a couple of people just like, hey, you had a couple of good nights. I mean, I shouldn't maybe not show myself drinking or intoxicated and filming is not good. But, hey. <laughs> So that's that's, that's, a, that's another that's another Patreon of, uh, opportunity. maybe I should charge people to see me. <laughs> but it was, it was like I said, it was after hours. Yeah, it just, yeah. It, it just made me like they all made me smile because you could tell, like, yeah. and I've like finally, finally having met you and had a beer with you and everything, which is fantastic. Love, love, loved all that. Um, but you could tell that it's it's just you and your yeah. personality comes across, and it's. It's just to have they're just happy videos. They're you having fun. They're you having a good time. They're you discovering new things. Whether that might be a plate of baked beans, no, a baked beans in a bowl. Uh, or... Oh man, yeah. trust me, oh. people got on me on that one. That that's how I, <laughs> I that's how I eat my beans. Again, I, I'm Hispanic. I'm I'm Cuban. I could literally have, you know, the main course, which is it might be steak, rice. And they could either put beans on the rice or just have a bowl of beans with with uh, crackers, and I'm good. So that's the funny part is that my Hispanic side came out where I was eating the bowls, I mean the the beans by myself. It was it was good. <laughs> it was good though. I still enjoyed it, regardless if it were on or off. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like all the little things like that. Like you've, it's sort of it's quite funny as a Brit to see. Like what the, or what tourists think like you should do. Yeah. <laughs> like it's some of some of it you nail, and some of it maybe not quite so much. <laughs> and it's most it's mostly around the food and drink. Like a, like yep. a, yeah, Definitely. obviously like no one's going to criticize a decision though to go to this tourist attraction or whatever. That's fi- that's fine though. Like you would. Um, right, but you there the was. Line the food though like whoa 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 what are you doing it wrong now what are you doing <laughs> someone help him yeah the pie with was it there was a there was a very dry looking pie at one point and i thought that's yeah that's, we were like put some gravy on that i'm like what i have to add I'm like oh okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> but food food and drink wise what did you think i mean it's food it's... and drink wise hmm it's interesting. I'm not not too much of a big drinker, uh, as Greg knows. I <laughs> kept on trying to give me a beer. I'm like, I'll drink a beer. It's gonna be hard. And they finished their beers in like two seconds, and I was sipping it like, like <laughs> it was like wine. To me. I was just like, but um, food wise was very interesting. Interesting in the fact that I'm not a big breakfast person at all. I'm I I, I breakfast is probably one of the meals that I can't stand. But when I was over there, it was actually, it was actually really good. I was really surprised on, because again, I've got warnings like, hey, be careful. The food's over there is not the greatest. And I was like, okay, I mean, that's, 
everyone's take, you know. Um, breakfast was really good. I've had shepherd's pie. I had steak and kidney. So I was trying all these different, obviously, your your traditional dishes. I wasn't going to go over there and have a damn cheeseburger. I saw five can, guys can there. I just, can I just stop you for a second? Shepherd's yeah, go pie. ahead, man. I, w- I want to ask about shepherd's pie. Now, it's it's a common mistake for Brits to call what is actually cottage pie, shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie should be lamb mince. Now, you may not know if you ordered it somewhere. Okay, it was um, beef. Uh, you see, not shepherd's yes. pie. Um, yep. you got so, see? Yeah, you are. There you go. Um, Adam, you need to come with me, man, so I can be like, lamb, lamb, I don't want no beef. <laughs> okay? They saw, they saw you coming and went, oh, I don't want to get it. We're like, oh, we got, we got it. We're going to save... We're gonna save the lamb for someone else. But the clue, like, shepherd's yeah. pie. Yeah. The clue's in the name. I mean, shepherds. Yeah. They they don't they don't march their cows around. Um, but to be fair, I'd rather have beef than lamb as a personal <laughs> preference. So you, right. you, you know. now now the steak and kidney was a little bit different. I would I wouldn't say I would have it again, but it's something. Again, everyone says it, it's it's different how it's made. It's this and that. I know. Uh, that was I forgot what was the place that I had that, and then I had um, Kid, kidneys an acquired taste. I would say it, yeah. it, it might be yeah, you know it yeah. might be weird. You got to get accustomed to it. So I, like I said, it wasn't like something where I'm like I can't eat this. Like I ate it, but it's something I probably wouldn't eat again. Um, but that's fair. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of something else I ate over there that I I didn't have crazy. I didn't have fish and chips. Out of all the things, I didn't have that. Oh. Yeah, that yeah. you need to come back to London just purely, purely yeah. for that. Let alone a Titans game or anything. Else. I, I, I think you know what it was. It's just it was, it was all over the place. So I'm like, I don't even know where to have. And then my like Lucas was like, oh, there's a good fish and chips over here. I'm like, but it's fish and chips. And he's like, yeah, but this one's the number one spot in London. I was like, it's got to be good. You can have bad yeah, fish like, and chips. I, I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah so I was like, so I was watching that. I'm like, but I did have Indian food. Apparently, I, I heard Indian food in London's very, very good. I never had Indian food in my life. I had it near King's Crossing. I forgot what the Indian restaurant was, but it was really good. Um, it was a little... Did, a little did you go to Dishoom yeah. in the end? Did Lucas take you to Dishoom? No, he no, no, he he took me... Where did we go? I think it's called Indian something. But it was uh, good. Okay. Like I said, it, was, it wasn't bad. Um, had some Turkish food as well. So I was, you know, it was a mix of everything. So um, definitely a, an acquired taste. Um, <laughs> uh, I would say when I did come back to the United States, um, <laughs> I had McDonald's and it might have been the best burger I had. in. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just, I was like, you know what? As an American, we like our food really, really, really bad. Like, I, I can see why many <laughs> people in London are so like skinny and in shape and you go to America and I'm like, Oh my God, we're like overgrown whales just eating terrible food, but the terrible food, it's so good. It's bad. Like, like, why do you think I'm out there three times a year, Alex? I believe like the American portions are a lot. It's just, everything's, it's a lot more, you know, and it makes sense why we look, you know, you, you get someone from America and someone from the UK and you put them together and you're like, okay, clearly they're, the UK person is tall and skinny and fit and the American person is short and fat. It makes sense why now, like this, you are what you eat, you know, and, but I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest with you. So, uh, been, uh, I was on a diet 
uh, coming into London. And you then can't, you got, can't go on holiday on a diet. That's yeah, not... and, and then I, I came back to the States and like stuff that I wasn't eating on a normal basis, I was I was just destroying. I think I had McDonald's. I had uh, Burger King. I have, well, again, I usually get my kids food, but and I was just, <laughs> I was like, whatever, man, whatever. I have to get back in. At least before my birthday is, because geez, I'm just gonna start looking like a, a normal American, all plump and stuff. <laughs> it's funny. There's there's always an equivalent. Like I could I think last, well, the summer before one we just had, I had a long holiday in Italy, and in Italy they're pretty good at their food and drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they do all right. Um, but yeah. you you come back and there's yeah there's even just like 10 days two weeks away and like yeah there's there's things that i miss so yeah, i'm, I'm just gonna talk into i also want to go back to the breakfast though yeah, so um the the full english breakfast now bacon sausage eggs beans you know hash browns maybe mushrooms black pudding toast yeah. fried bread even if you that's less popular now because it's just basically mm. eating fat um but like we don't, well, maybe some people do, but look, broadly we don't have that every single day because we would be dead. Like, yeah, that makes that, ma- that makes sense. <laughs> um, I would, I would absolutely love to have a full English breakfast every day, but <laughs> can you, can you imagine? Uh, but yeah, no, no. Uh, and the, the cool actually, thing, that's the surely, like right. the the breakfast itself was was a nice spread. Like I said, I'm not big on eggs. I don't eat eggs at all um yeah everyone finds that weird but i don't eat eggs but the mushrooms hash brown the the bacon the beans um everything itself was really really good and really filling um but like i said i'm not a big breakfast person but i did enjoy uh breakfast in the morning i did have some french toast in the airport and they did some bomb ass that was some kick-ass french toast again i'm not big on on that either i just ordered it just to order it and it was really good. It had bananas. It had caramel. Like, it was the best French toast, the first and the best best uh, French toast I've had in a long time. So, this is just. A I'm the same. I'm the same drink, as you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I'm not a massive breakfast guy, but as soon as I go to the US, like every day is just pancakes and waffles, yeah. and it's just like it's just the way the way the things are done over there. But um, yeah, I can count on one hand how many times I've had a fun English breakfast, probably in the last two years. It's just one of those things you just you just don't tend to do very often. I don't know about you, Adam, but for me, it's like, it's unless you're thing, going out somewhere. It's a thing if I'm staying in a hotel and there's a yeah, buffet yeah, breakfast, yeah. I probably will because it's... <clears throat> but that, that's the other thing about it. It's an absolute faff to cook. Like you're not going to cook oh, all of that yeah, stuff yeah. for yourself, even for your family. Yeah. Like, it's a bowl of stereo. After loops. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quick. But, a, a McDonald's breakfast is a guilty pleasure every now and then. Like sausage, double sausage and egg McMuffin. You know, no, that's okay. that. I'm sure you can relate to. Maybe not the egg. You just made that clear about the egg. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's so. When you guys come to the states, what's your like go to like meal? Let's let's say, what's like Greg? Let's we'll go with Greg first. Well, what's your thing that you like to? to eat here in Nashville. You just so in this country you just you just don't get amazing barbecue food. So for me it's all the time it's going to a really nice barbecue place. And and 
I've been fortunate to do quite a, good, a few good ones in the past. In Texas, there's some incredible ones. <clears throat> but what I love about barbecue in the US is that every state you go to, barbecue is different. Uh, yeah. In fact, it's not even every state, just every you go 10 minutes down the road when someone does well barbecue differently but um so yeah i can't generalize barbecue too much but yeah i mean for me that's that's always like i'll go to uh, and then, but when we get to nashville as well we'll always try out one or two different hot chicken places it's become a certainly on our, our last day we always go to a hattie b's or to a princess mm-hmm. or somewhere just to get some hot chicken um but yeah barbecue for me we had this conversation on the pod the other week around if it was like someone asked this question. It might have even been me. Like, mm. if you what's your what's your last meal? If you if you're on death row, what's your last meal? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, barbecue, barbecue brisket with like mac and cheese is is for me is like oh, boy, it's yeah. like god god food. Just that's, that's why I gravitate towards constantly. What about you, Adam? I th- I think there are certain things I thought I've not travelled as much in America as as Greg has by any means, not even close. But I think. Like just different styles of this sounds basic again, maybe, but different different types of pizza that you would never get mm-hmm. over here in the same way, like like deep dish Chicago deep dish or like New York style pizza or any anything that like there'll be places that will try it, but it's not the same. But also, also Mexican food, yeah, like you won't mm-hmm. get like you mentioned Indian food over here mm-hmm. that you wouldn't get in America, but it's it's similar. Like yeah, you could go and find a a decent burrito in London or something, but it would just be better. Like whenever yeah, it's so, it's crazy. It's crazy that you say that because also like over here, like the Mexican food, like the Mexican food in Texas is completely different from the Mexico Mexican food in like California. Say, okay. Like, mm-hmm. Towards like uh, like San Diego, Tijuana, like that, completely different, totally different. Same thing with Memphis and like Dallas, you know, uh, barbecue completely different different uh just seasoning just different sauces so it's cool to see that and then you have like the pizza like the east coast like new york style pizza compared to like chicago style like if you like deep dish you like a lot of sauce and you know chicago is where it's go but if you like the the thin i mean it's it's just different chinese food also in the east coast is completely different i haven't had good chinese food since living in jersey it's and it's like that if you if you're from the east coast you know the chinese food is completely different from anywhere in america i don't know why i don't know if it's something i think it's something in the water i don't know but it's it's completely different i think that the tv shows that like american tv shows that set in new york or washington or east coast and you'll see them order chinese food and even just the style of the boxes and how it's all served <laughs> i think no, i need some of that yeah, it's it's not the same. If I ever go back to New York, that's the first thing I'm hitting up is Chinese food and pizza. Because again, I, I'm really picky with when it comes to pizza. Um, <clears throat> I don't eat it as much as I used to because I'm older and it gives me heartburn. So I choose. <laughs> happens to us all. <laughs> yeah, I, I pick and choose when I want to be burping up, feeling like a dragon. <laughs> um, but for the most part, like I said, that 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 pizza in uh, you know New York is. It's something different, man. It's just uh, the way of life. Everyone eats it there. <laughs> this is this is just gonna I be a podcast food. about food and drink. That's what I'm about. Like I'm telling you, I'm a foodie. When it comes to like visiting places, I love trying out new food. I love you know being open. It humbles you too, you know. And uh, that was one thing that I was kind of upset this year that I didn't get to go is New Orleans because New Orleans food. Mm. 
Oof, man, you can have everything you want in New Orleans. I'll be happy. If I if I had one spot to stay to eat, it would be New Orleans. New Orleans is top notch. I mean, the food over there is is amazing. Seafood is amazing. Jambalaya, yeah. like got so many dishes, so many flavors. It's just it's good, man. I'm 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 glad I had lunch before we did this because <laughs> I'm starving right now. <laughs> Read miles here, by the way. Yeah, we talked about not having breakfast, and I'm not a big buy. I might have this after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what about Cheerio, the... Cheerios are coming out in a second? <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with Cheerios. Absolutely nothing. Um, yeah, Greg, Greg, we didn't speak to you earlier in the week about. No, the, our, our times, our fun times at the Admiralty. Um, we were there. I, I think maybe Alex, were you there earlier in the week as well? But no, of, no. Oh, that was the, your first. The time you, yeah, the ter- time you saw me was the first time me, me going there. <clears throat> um. So, yeah, you turned up amongst. Well, how chaotic was was it by the time you arrived? It was. It was absolutely insane on Saturday. Well, I, I was, I was at the. Um, <clears throat> I was at the the pep rally thing we had for Tuto Nation, and I just kept on getting people going, hey, are you here? Are you here? And then I just kept on getting notifications. I look at the line. People are sending me pictures of the line like mm-hmm. down the street, and I was like, ooh, I'm like, I don't think. And then I heard people saying, hey, you know, they're they're you know they're cutting people off, like they're not letting anyone in anymore. And I was like, ugh, I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I was trying to figure it out. I was like, because I wanted to go a little bit earlier. Ended up going, hey, you know, a buddy of mine was like, hey, I, I just got here. It wasn't too bad. It's it's busy. But so then that's when I, I went and headed out. And luckily, you know, there was no line to get in. I just kind of walked in. But I mean, it was packed. It was shoulder to shoulders. And, and I know, you know, pubs over there are um, really, really small. I, I felt like everything in London was just like crammed. I don't, I don't know. It's just. I think. A, I think a lot of that goes back to what you're saying about the how how old the buildings are. Like a, a lot of pubs in London have been there hundreds mm-hmm. of years, and hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, like, so you had any, even if you had three layers, because that that was a cool thing. Was just like I went to go to the bathroom. I'm like, wait, is this the same place? And I just kept on. Yeah. I just kept on wandering. I didn't even go to the bathroom. I just kept on wandering. I was like, what is this? I was just, <laughs> and it was cool. I just met people. They're like, hey. And I was just like, hey, so it was cool just to kind of explore that and just see the like the downstairs and then go upstairs and kind of vice versa. And um, but yeah, it was it was extremely packed. Um, I heard a lot of people, you know, were trying to get beers. It was it took a took a little bit. I know I had a couple friends. There were, <clears throat> I think it was like a hotel or a restaurant next door that they were staying there just drinking and then coming back because it took them forever to to get a drink oh really and, uh, yeah yeah so they would just go over there get a drink drink it and then come back and so uh which is pretty smart uh but yeah it was it was a cool environment just to see not only so many titan fans all in one spot but so many titan fans from different countries you know you had the german titans you guys you know you had people from spain you had people from italy and i think that was just cool to see everyone kind of just collide and and mm what was happening you know be a part of something and i think that was uh a really cool unique experience you know it, it blew me away a little bit because it, we had five years ago we obviously had the game here but we were the with we the road team and I, but i don't think the community was as established as it is now 
Um, the numbers were much smaller in in the pubs, and there was I was joking about the fact that we could swing a cat the last time and actually get a drink. So it was it was it was possible to get to the bar five years ago, and um, but it, it blew me away just seeing how many or how many made the trip from Nashville and, and other parts of America like yourself and other yeah from different parts of Europe. It's obviously easier from it's like a, mm-hmm. a two hour flight from Germany or Italy or Spain or something. But that just it it blew me away a little bit just the sheer scale of it and the numbers. Um, Friday it was surreal. Friday, Friday, yeah, sorry, Adam, but Friday was was kind of a bit more, obviously, a lot quieter. But there was yeah. still a lot of Titans fans in in the pub, and I was thinking, oh, tomorrow's going to be busier. I was expecting it to be busier, but I wasn't expecting it to be the level that it was. I think we we got down there early on the Saturday, and kind of on purpose because we didn't want to be, you know, quite keen to get a decent spot where you know people get a table and so on and so forth. But I, I definitely didn't anticipate it was going to be as busy as it was, and like you say, it was shoulder to shoulder and moving anywhere. But, you know, you got to give credit to, I think, well, certainly Delaney Walker. Obviously, there was loads of stuff going on with the protests outside. So I know CJ was supposed to be coming and I think maybe Keith Bullock and that got vetoed. But Delaney obviously was was there, which was great. Um, Amy Amy Adams as well, in terms of her walking around quite a large part of that of that pub, ran Carthon also ran, literally walked around the whole place. Then also Mike Keith and and the coach were both walking around the whole place, getting photos of everybody, and and it was it was very similar five years ago. But like to your point, Adam, it was so much more quieter that it didn't feel like it was just a, uh, so many people were condensed in one area. Whereas this was like nothing I'd ever seen before. Mm. It was incredible. Like that that sim the similar or the equivalent evening five years ago, everybody got a picture with. Um, um, the freak, Keith Bullock, Eddie, Eddie George, and Amy was there that night as well. Um, and it, yeah, it didn't feel like you were rushing them back then. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I did speak to, I did get some pictures with Delaney in the end, but initially I was just like, this is this is just too crazy. Yeah. Um, not gonna not gonna get near the guy. I didn't I didn't see Amy this time, but obviously some some did. I kind of felt well, I've met Amy. This this is great. I want to yeah give give others a an opportunity. Like if it it just and yeah you could tell like she she's fantastic. I said this said this when we got together in the week. Like as as well, owners go, like she I'm just so proud of having having Amy as Amy as our owner, and she just she's just fantastic. She's there because she wants to be there. She wants to meet fans. She's proud of her her team. Um, and you know, regardless of how well how invested the Titans are in coming over here, it's neither here nor there. She just she just sees this as a an opportunity to to meet new fans. Um, yeah. And it was exactly the same five years ago. She didn't have to be in the pub five five years ago. She didn't have to be in the pub last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but she yeah she wanted to be and she she wanted to meet people. And it just yeah you don't see. I'm guessing Dan Schneider wasn't in whatever pub that they had when they were last over, uh, but yeah, just just a, a world away, and yeah, that makes that make that makes me proud. It's just a the game itself just seemed to not re- well. It mattered, of course, it mattered, but it didn't like it was never going to take away from 
what was yeah. a fantastic weekend. Hopefully you felt the same. It didn't show it didn't Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I went in with no expectations. I kinda regardless, like I said, I had vlog day, day six or five <laughs> or whatever it was. I, I, mean, I was like, hey, you know, it is what it is. With with jet lag, it's hard to number exactly. days. Like exactly. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna still enjoy London and you know that's what I did. And the game, the experience was awesome. Uh, just getting everyone's vibe just everyone's feel i just it was really it was again the stadium was amazing too the stadium was really really nice um and i i met a couple fans that you know from you know they weren't from philly they're from uk but they went for the eagles i met another group that you know went for the giants and i was like why the giants but uh but yeah it, it was cool just to hear their take on, on american football and what it means and for the most part, a lot of them that were from the UK had season tickets and they were going, and, but they they were enjoying the game and they knew about the game, so it was it was really cool to see that. Were you expecting to see thirty two different jerseys? Um, uh, yeah, 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 just because I, I've seen it on TV a lot with with other teams and stuff, and they they kind of announced it a lot that, and especially from the Titans. I could see a lot of people wearing other jerseys. So like, you know, I, I was, it was cool. It was cool to just, uh, to see that and, you know, uh, ex- just experience that and experience the, the national anthem, um, seeing everything like, you know, yeah. yeah. I come out. I, th- I think that's, it was cool. Like I said, it was a really cool experience. And it won't, it <laughs> won't be the same kind of atmosphere as, at this and stadium obviously we know that um the vibe is very the vibe is very different i think that it's actually changed in the was it 2007 we had our first regular season game here and back then it was just like anybody who was a fan of any team just wanted to get tickets and go and see yeah. a game yeah, yeah. um it's there's still a bit of that because some people they like there are as you call the season tickets which is a bit odd for two games but that's that's what they're sold as and, and Yes, there are still people like who want to just come and see any game, and they'll wear their t- their team's jersey. But I've got to the point where like a, a game a year is probably enough to go and see. Obviously, if it's the Titans, <laughs> I, I want to see that. And I think it has changed a little bit. There were more Ravens and Titans jerseys. Yeah, the equivalent, yeah. the equivalent game five years ago, where there there would have been fewer. It would have been mm-hmm. just more of other teams. Like I, I can think of a a few a few games like like you describe, you just chat to fans of other teams. You're like, what? Yeah. How did, how did you come to come to be here? And it's, it's, it's all quite, it's all quite nice. And I've had, yeah, it's definitely been like that in the past. It probably, it was, it will still be, but it is trending towards people being a bit more picky and choosy, which is good. Yeah, of course. And like I said, it's very interesting uh, just to see, just to hear them talking, conversating, talking about the game, talking about this, talking about that. So it's it's cool. Greg, what do you what did you make of the the atmosphere? I know you've you're spoiled with the the number of trips you you have out to Nashville. It's a different beast. I yeah, guess. it's completely different, and 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 it's hard to criticize it for that reason. But um, obviously, look, it was it was never going to feel like a Titans home game. Um, it was always going to feel either like an away game or at a push a neutral game and and there's definitely in the early stages I will, uh, you know, Alex you've been to many games uh, even more than I have but you know in in those third downs 
that you know the yeah. crowd is is Amazing. everything on those third downs and it's and it was only there were so many occasions where on third down it's you could hear a pin drop sometimes and it's and it was a bit like okay this I was, is weird I was doing my best let me be clear I was doing yeah my no very trust best. me I, <laughs> as we all were as I said I've not had a voice all week so uh, and that's part of the reason as to why but no so but it, it is different but I think um, it's one of those things that because I've I'm fortunate enough to go when you know the crowd gets going you know sweet caroline starts coming on and that's where the main atmosphere ends up being as part of you just like oh you know when you're at the nissan that's not what it's about right you have those moments as well where there's songs that come on everyone sings together with it but everyone does (laughs) don't get me wrong it's iconic it is iconic and it's one of those things that everyone enjoys but yeah it's It's not the same it's hard not to join in even if even if you've had your (laughs) it's hard not to get carried away by it when you had a beer yeah, but it's but it's one of those ones that you know I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. I do think it's getting better. I do think if you compared this, I think the first game I went to was two thousand and eight, and the whole game was just you could just hear people having conversations rather than really enjoying and waiting for a big play to happen. Um, whereas that's not what it's about in when you watch games in America. It's about those downs. It's about when the defense on the field going absolutely nuts, trying to make as much noise as possible. Um, and you, you get that more, until... actually, even more so in college football as well. It's insane. But it's better. It is better. Don't get me wrong. I think it's better at Tottenham than at Wembley, which I've said before. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just the... Tottenham is, is an incredible stadium. It, it is. I'm biased, but it, it absolutely is. Um, I'll be there Pains tomorrow, which is well. slightly surreal. Um, yeah, it, it, as long as you've got neutrals there, you know, it, it, those fans in Eagles jerseys or Giants jerseys couldn't care less on third down if oh, Lamar Jackson no. could hear <laughs> hear yeah. what what's going on or not. That's neither here nor there to them, and who could blame them? Yeah. And that's that is what it is. I think the more obviously the more fans of the two teams that are playing that come, the better, and that that is trending that way. I well, think they, they even said it. I think I think they even told me like they're like, oh, there's a lot of UK fans or, or Baltimore Ravens fans for the most part, and I'm like, okay, mm. that's cool. And like, so we have you know whole country and Baltimore Ravens fans against the Titans. I'm like, there's only like 200 of us do, so I'm like, great. I'm like, cool. I was I was I was pleasantly surprised by how many Titans fans were actually in the stadium. Like, as much as as much as we say, yeah, we were outnumbered by Ravens, and we were absolutely. Like, there was there was still a lot of us in there. Oh, I don't. Sure. I don't think. Certainly, a lot more than 2018. Like 2018 was was. Oh really? Kind of, geez, you you could you could spot. It was basically us six and probably about 12, 20 others. Um, but it was like like slight there was exaggeration. Slight exaggeration. I appreciate. Uh, but it felt like this year there was a lot more. Yes, there was way more Baltimore fans, but I don't think anyone was shocked by that. Um, I think a lot more Titans was, games. A lot more Titans fans came over this time because it was a home game, and, yeah, yeah. and I've got—I take my hat off to them for for that. For how like how I dread to think how much money you've spent coming over here. Um, <laughs> it's best best not to think about it. I, I, I get that, but you know, it's 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 not a cheap thing, and for 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 fans to just follow their team here. Like I, I know it's more normal. It's more normal in America because like road games involve a a long flight invariably and pat who i do my other pod with who pointed out that it's the same distance from jacksonville to seattle as it was for buffalo to come to london like the flight time and you think oh, wow. i mean you think about it 
actually like it puts it puts it in perspective it's more it's more normal i get that but it is a huge commitment um, yeah regardless and like you're what you put yourselves through all the the jet lag and a lot of people like yourself made a bit of a a holiday of it and made made a longer trip out of it i see people on social media that then turned up in france or italy or spain like the next week and stuff yeah you would I was a little upset. I was like, man, I should have planned it better. I'm like, why didn't I think about that? I was like, well, say, oh, because I don't have any time left in work. Yeah, that makes sense. Gotcha. <laughs> next time. Next time. Maybe next time. Yeah, yeah and there, there, there will be a next time. And it, it's, I don't know how, how soon that will be. So, I mean, it might be, there's a Titans road game here against Jacksonville quite soon because they're, they're, they're hosting a game every year. But it might be that we just play keep, Germany. Keep the, Jackson, keep the Jackson, Jacksonville, please. Whatever you do, I'm, I do not want the Jacks to be to be a London team. I just I can't stomach it. <laughs> yeah, the, it'll happen again. This is this is the future. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm here for it. It's about time I I got myself to Nashville, as I keep saying though. So uh, that's that's going to happen. Do that's going to happen as well. I know, I know, I know. Um, you tell Emma's not near you right now. Oh yeah, and she <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. Now, <laughs> like yeah, as he, as he looks around, like yeah. <laughs> this this is why you do yours from your garage, Alex. Like, <laughs> yep, yeah. No one's bothering me. I know exactly what's coming in and out of that door. I locked in. I got a proof. Now no one's coming through unless. I don't put the child lock. Then yeah, they they, they all come through. Right now, it's this is all me right here, man. I just need soundproof, and that's all I need next. Because sometimes the walls are a little thin, and my bedroom's behind me, so it's <laughs> like for a knock and something. Else. Um, do you do you want to talk a bit of actual football? I don't want to do too much of that, but um, what we what I mean, we think the of... most probably people are going to talk about is what like. The trade deadline. Who's gonna go? Who's going? Malik? Is it Levis? I don't know. I <laughs> I said it before. I I think um, we give Will Levis a shot just to see what we have. I think I've kind of seen already what I need to see with um, Malik. Uh, give Will Will Levis Will Levis a shot, but in my honest opinion, I don't think we have the future of the Tennessee Titans quarterback uh, on our roster. I just don't believe in both of them. So that's, that's, that's my opinion. My, my opinion is that I know we don't have it in Malik Willis. Um, Ryan Tannehill is going to miss a couple of games, right? So with yeah. our hand is forced. And mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think for what it's worth, he's done other than the Saints game. In week one, I don't think he's done a lot wrong this season, but I, he's not. Yeah, he's not going to play for the Titans for years to come, is he? So that yeah. this is this is this is the time for for change, isn't it? So yeah, I'm I'm with, I'm with you. I don't know whether Will Levis is it. I don't know that he's not it. I know that Malik Willis is not is not it. As, as I say, uh, yeah. If 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 Tannehill can't go, it makes most sense to me to start Levis. Just just give him a shot. I can't. Yeah. That's why, I, like, I, I don't believe in him. I don't think he's got it. I don't think he's got it either. He, there's a couple of things that he, his arm strength and stuff like that. 
I just I can't count him out without letting him play. That's that's kind of not fair. So, I mean, I hope, like I said, I hope he could be, and hopefully he proves me wrong. But again, it's 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 the Tennessee Titans way. I'm just gonna kind of sit back and just let things play out. Were we seeing like how every single player that comes out of college, you've every uh, you've probably got an opinion about, and yeah. How many prove us wrong or right over the years? Like how how many guys look like duds coming out of college turn out not to be? How many the other way around also? Yeah. Um, and like yeah, I I get it. I get that Levis didn't convince <laughs> that many people last year. I mean he was he was supposed to be like a top ten pick, wasn't he? And he ended up in the second round. So I suppose we got we got a bargain. Um, but and yeah, so until until I see that, well. he, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. But until I see that he can't do it in the NFL, then yeah. I'll keep I'll keep an open mind. We've seen that. We've I think we're we as a as a as a as an organization are in a really dangerous territory at this moment in time. Where going into next season, if you don't know what you've got with Will Levis, I agree with you. I think we've seen enough of Malik Willis. But if you don't know what you've got with with, with Levis, you're in a situation where you don't have a lot of draft capital. And you're probably going to have to go quarterback again in the first round. And there's so many other broken areas of this roster right now. If you can, if you can get to the end of the season and say categorically that okay, we think we can work with Levis, then you've got a guy on a rookie deal that you've then got a lot of cap space coming in because of the players that will be leaving, not necessarily just by trade, but you know, guys are out of contract. You, you've got Tannehill's money coming in. There's a lot of cap space there to so then go and build that roster around him. But you have to know at the end of the season, or Ran has to know by the end of the season, if he's going to be that guy so he can go and build around him. Because right now, there's just too many holes elsewhere. This isn't like a a roster that's ready-made for success that's just missing a quarterback. This is a a roster that still has way too many holes in, and we don't know what's going on with our quarterback. So this, for me, is if you don't get that right at the end of the season, or if you don't know where you are by the end of the season, you're going to have three or four years potentially of hurt before you can become, you know, go on a run again, of which by that point, you're missing out. Certainly with the likes of Simmons, for example, you're using up his time and, and the time he's got in his career to make those big impacts plays and to be the, the leader, unless you get it and you fix it and you get it right. So we have to know by the end of the season what you've got with Levis. It, I've got no interest whatsoever in seeing Levis for one or two games and then bringing Tannehill with a, with a bum ankle back in. It just doesn't make sense to me. I think now the call is... But it depends whether he starts need... winning or not, in a funny way. I, 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 never want, I, I never would root for us to lose, but you you do wonder if I that might be the better thing in the long run. Then, you've, then you're going to... I just, I just think you've got to see Levis for more than two games. Like if they, if they put Levis in for two games, you see a bit of a mixed bag, and then on the third game, Tannehill comes back in. I don't think that's benefiting this franchise in the long, in the long haul. Does it, does it help the team as well? Doesn't put like, what, what do the players, you know, make of, you know, Mike Rabel? If you know, <coughs> you know, it's, it's, it changes the locker room too, you know. So hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of like a. It's a sticky area, so it's a hard position to be at right now. Yeah. Not saying, you know, I'm glad that Tannehill got hurt. Obviously not, but, like, this kind of, like, happened, so it kind of gives them a little bit of benefit of doubt of seeing what they got to play with without hurting the team. In the it, it kind of confirms that Tannehill's on his way out, really, 
Like for well, Taylor's Ter- not going to be here next year unless he had like a, a miraculous year and he threw out some numbers and yeah. got us. But I mean, I, I didn't see us like even hopefully maybe scratching and clawing our way into the playoffs. Maybe and that's that's a that's a hope. So if that wasn't going to happen, I don't think we were going to keep Tannehill anyway. I mean, yeah, yeah. What what do you think about? So the light was going up. <laughs> <laughs> a few with trade deadline approaching. I've seen a few rumors in the last twenty four hours about oh. and, and how much of this stuff to believe. I don't know, but um, phone calls being made about Kevin Byard, about Derek Henry, about oh. Traylon Burks. Weirdly, um, any any of these players do you think we we might we might do something with? It would break my heart for at least well most of them. <laughs> but maybe maybe there's some logic in it. Um, I don't. Know. Anything's possible. Again, we've heard the Derrick Henry rumors for God knows how long. It's like <laughs> second year already, like in a row. They're like, and at first I really thought because you know if there's smoke, there's fire. You know, like there has to be something. If it's always his first name, but he's like the most valuable player in our team, so it makes sense why people would automatically be like, oh, Derrick Henry's getting traded. Um, I don't think I – th- I, th- I think I was reading something where, you know, there's multiple sources, but then you can't – some of it's fake news. There was another one that said that, you know, Titans are, are, are going to trade Derrick Henry for, like, a second rounder. Unfortunately, even how awesome Derrick Henry is and how much value he still has – uh, he's a running back. He's not going to get it. We're not going to get a second rounder. No one's going to give up a second rounder for Derrick Henry. I don't care what team it is. The most we would probably get would be a third round or, or and a couple picks. But second round, it's not going to happen. I'd be really surprised. It would be, be kind of dumb, to be honest. It sounds really weird because Derrick Henry's in the conversation and me saying that. We've had... just, just the logic. I remember talking about this in the offseason and then and... – it's a, it sounds it seems a really weird thing to say, but it's like I compared him to like selling a used car. Like the it's got more value to you yeah. than it does if you're trying to if you're trying to sell yeah. or tra- if you're trying yeah, to trade yeah. him. So like it, he he's still valuable to us, but what what are we going to get for him? Anything that's worthwhile? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. But I, I, I look at it so- from another team's perspective, and I get it. Like why would you you why would you give up that much on? An aging running back, frankly, and... he's only valuable for this year as well. Like I can't, if you go and give him a new contract, knowing Derrick Henry, he's not going to take a massive pay cut. And I don't see the way that Ran will, if it's Robinson, he might make that deal and say give him another year and on a a biggish contract. I don't think Ran's going to do that. So it makes, from a business perspective, it does make sense to trade him. As much yeah. as I really don't want to see that happen because, you know, I just can't a bit like the same with Bayard. It's exactly the same situation. I don't want to see him in another team's jersey. He's someone I just want to see him retire as a Titan in how but many Bayard, years. Bayard, I would and... think would Bayard, Bayard would have more value. But Bayard, I don't, I don't know if he if he would. He's, he's another one as well that he's not, you know, his numbers haven't been massively decreasing, but he's still a guy who's the wrong side of 30. And he's a guy who... Like I don't think they value him as much. I mean, they asked him to take a pay cut last at the end in this off season. Now you can take that with a pinch of salt if you want to, but they've clearly don't value him the same way as they as they value other positions or other things that they are missing. So I wouldn't be surprised if if we only got a 
a third or a fourth or maybe even a fifth for him because I just don't know if that value is quite there unless there is someone desperate. And I heard a lot about the Eagles um, being desperate at safety. So maybe we might get a bit more from just out of sort of desperation. But I think he, he's another one who's in the same, him and Henry are both in the same boat of they are faces of this franchise. And if you are going to give them both up or one of them up, you are ripping up, essentially ripping up the playbook and saying, right, we're, we're rebuilding. We're starting again. And you have to think about it too. Carthon, you know, former running running back, he kind of knows the situation. He knows how, and again, it's his first year as general manager. He has to not only make a decision, but he's going to make a, has to make a decision where it's going to impact the, his, you know, years here in, in, in Nashville, in Tennessee. So like, um, I could definitely see Derrick Henry. Like, I mean, we have something in with the, you know, Tajay Spears, which looks really good, which is a really a nice, you know, compliment. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I I know Derrick Henry's intermediate family. I know his brother-in-law. He lives over here in Dallas. And if we've talked before lots of times about just how Henry is used and how he – deals with the Titans and uh, teams he wanted to play before uh, Tennessee. That's it's interesting. It's interesting. Let's just say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> Fair enough. I have this nightmare where he never gets to play in the Oilers throwbacks that they've sold so many of. Um, so if, if it can at least go beyond next Sunday when they, they come out. Um, that's something to be excited about. Regardless of any of this, football will be back next Sunday and Oilers, Oilers yeah. colours will be. Can you imagine what that's going to look like with without just getting really, really excited? It's it's a thing of beauty, man. I really wish I, I had planned to go to that game, but just obviously London and all the trips I've taken, I don't know if I can get off the hook on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one, you know, I I would really I mean, that's come on, that's that's iconic. That's cool. Just uh to have those throwbacks. The one thing I really want to see in that game is a bit like the Tampa game last week. I just want to see the crowd, just all, everyone light blue. I just want to see Oilers jerseys yeah. all around that stadium because it, it looks incredible in Tampa last week um, with the kind of cream school jersey that they've got. I, love I would that. love to see that next week. Billy have got theirs this week, I think, that the old Kelly Green. I don't know why they went away yeah. from that. It does make you, I don't know. All these teams that change their jerseys to something better. Yeah. Is it better? It's all uh, you just you just long for the old one. Um, I don't know. I, I love the fact that the second game is against the Texans as well. I had to we just to win because if we don't win it, then it's it's pointless to to wear it and, and lose to them. That's the only thing. If we lose every game, I wouldn't mind. But we need to win that game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we need to win. Like. Even if even if we do lose that game, we're gonna be pissing a lot of uh, Texans fans off just by wearing it. So it's like it's like a for them it's a double edged sword, right? Yeah, we won the game, but I'm having to watch watch the Oilers playing in in Houston. Is yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be great fun. That's one game I wish I was at, to be honest. Bittersweet, man. Um, what do we think about the Falcons? Um, like Arthur Smith, Jonu Smith. Um, I forget. There's others. 
Um, Michael is down there, isn't he? A few yeah, of a, a few have been been and gone, but um, well, I haven't really been paying too much attention. But I mean, they go against the Titans; they have a chance of winning. <laughs> <laughs> really, I mean, that's the game we should. It's a gimme game. I mean, that's why it's it's a homecoming game. Usually, for the homecoming games, they usually give us the home team a little bit of advantage for for them to win. But I don't know. It depends on what Titans team shows up. We can't, tr- can't trust this one, can you? No. We have to. We just have to start getting pressure up front. We've the last two games since the has been out, we've not been able to get near quarterbacks, and and Desmond Ridder's not a good quarterback. So if you can put him under pressure, you, you know sure. we could easily easily squeeze those out. Um, and then offensively, it just very much depends on on what what route we go down with. Whether we go down the Levis route, but if it's Willis, I, I'm going to have very, very little uh, confidence. Um, I mean, I'd rather have Tannehill, Tannehill on crutches than than watch Malik yeah. Willis for a whole game. But uh, it's, I think, I'd be amazed if it's not Levis. And I'm just intrigued to see what what he can bring to the party. I'm assuming, like, I watched a lot of him um, in Kentucky, and he was not running a good offense there, but he showed really, really good moments. I'm not saying he's he's the future. I certainly I'm not buying into that hype or anything of the sort. But I just want to see him in a professional environment now, and hopefully this bye week gives a few more players opportunities to heal up, get ready. I want to see Traylon Burks out there. I'm fed up of seeing him on the sidelines, not not even involved. I just want to see him out there, and and hopefully we can get some kind of offense going. Yeah, definitely. Traylon Burks is a weird one. He's he's almost being talked about. Like a a bust already, just be, just because he's he's had a couple of injuries. I, I wanted to prove I wanted to prove everything. It was always wrong. it was always going to happen. He was he was essentially a swap deal for AJ Brown. Like you, but it was never his fault. People. It was never his fault. That, not was... saying that's his fault. Not saying that's his yeah. fault at all. I completely agree with that. But ultimately, that's what it was, and he, people think, automatically going to. Yeah, I think he's just doomed. Unfortunately, he's just in a bad position. He's just a really bad position because he's always going to be mirrored under A.J. Brown. So anything that he does, mm. it's always going to compare A.J. Brown with him. Almost like Kevin Dyson and Randy Moss. When we could have picked Randy Moss, we ended up picking Kevin Dyson. There, there, there's, unfortunately, I mean, I mean, history shows itself, right? That we, we messed up in that pick. But I'm just saying, like, I, I think that's where you just go hand in hand. Unfortunately, it sucked for him. It's not his fault, but it's always going to, it's always going to be like that in his career. I'm just so waiting, so waiting think, for Greg to say Des Fitzpatrick, Amon Rasen Brown, but please, I don't, don't want to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even going to go there. I mean, trading up though. Come on, come <laughs> on, John. Right. Um, thanks. Well, but just on, on the off chance that anybody listening to this doesn't know where they can get your show, <laughs> um, fill them in. <laughs> And tell them, and if you if you've missed all those all those videos from London, you have missed out on a treat. So, um. uh, yeah, just uh, Mr. Titan on YouTube, uh, Instagram. It's Mr. I think, I think it's Mr. Titan five. Uh, for Twitter, it's who were one, two, three, and four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it just out of love for Kerry Collins? You know it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know, man? How'd you know? Nah, it's, it's my number. I don't know. I, I always like number five. I always, it's just kind of my thing. Okay. And then for, for Twitter, it's Mr. Underscore Titan 5. So there you go. Love. And then slash 
hashtag Kerry uh, Collins. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Logan Woodside. There we go. <laughs> Who's our number five now? I don't even know. Do we have so one? Have you, have you, uh, oh, we've got Kiris Jackson. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, maybe, Hopefully. maybe he'll be back. At least Hopefully. he's. Oh, I, hope, I... I hope so. He's, he's not gonna. He's not gonna muff punts, unlike Kyle Phillips. So. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, we nearly we nearly managed to not mention Carl Phillips, so we got so so close, so close. Um, yeah, awesome, awesome to catch up. I love the I love how much fun you had over here. It makes me proud. Um, all of this, all of this makes me proud. I feel I still feel like I'm a. I mean, I'm a broken man physically, but I feel I'm still on a high from from a week ago. So it's it's been great. Um, we'll yeah, we'll do it again soon. Um, course, enjoy man. your bye week Sunday. Yeah, definitely, brother. Uh, you guys enjoy yourselves as well. It's always good. Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, always love talking to you. Thank you. know, I'm glad that we got to meet in person, which is a really cool experience. So thank you guys so much, man. And even though it's Sunday and it's bye week, tighten up. Tighten up. Absolutely. <laughs> tighten up. Tighten up.